You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekoeme. Romans chapter number 8. I want us to read together the Amplified Classic Version. 17, 18, 19. 1, 2, 3, go. And if we are his children, then we are his hearers also. Hears of God and fellow hearers with Christ. Sharing his inheritance with him. Only we must share his suffering if we are to share his glory. But what of that? For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, this present life, are not worth being compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us, for us and conferred on us, for even the whole creation, all nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known, waits for the revealing, the disclosing of their sonship. Growing up sons, part number four, for a subtitle, Kingdom Principles, for making Christ like disciples. Father, thank you for blessing the reading of your word. Now I beseech you to bless the teaching and the preaching of the self-same word. We're vowed to give you the praise, the glory, the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we've prayed. Somebody shout a big amen. You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence. Hallelujah. I want to sincerely recommend this teaching series they're all available on youtube available on social media uh, facebook all free of chat go there download them they're there for your benefit and your blessing i believe uh, this series is one of those series that I, I i i believe we hit a nerve in the spirit there are quite a few series that has happened uh, in this church one is the series on on love living in the father's love zone the other is a series on brokenness you know quite a few very very important series god has taken us to and through in this church that really brought a jump and a lift in our lives this is one of those uh, very critical turning point series that have to do with disciples or discipleship making now we've begun to understand that it is god's desire for you to not only to come in to the kingdom of God, we enter the kingdom by being born again. So without you being born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. But it's one thing to enter the kingdom of God is another for you to journey, to walk in and to grow in the kingdom of God. So when you gave your life to Christ, it is true that everything that heaven had in store for you was made available, but in a seed form. Just like when all my children were born, they had everything possible, their fingers, their hands, their nose, everything was there. But in a little bundle we call the bundle of joy. 
and we begin to understand that though you celebrated the birth of a child that child needs to grow if the child does not grow normally and meets certain milestones of growth it will quickly bring a, a, a sourness or, or, or distastefulness to the joy we had when the baby was born so the child needs to grow a child is born not just to be born a child is born to grow likewise as a child of God who gave your life to Christ you are born to grow you're born to mature you're born to rise up to the place of sonship because there are certain things that God has reserved for you only when you attain sonship or you're growing into maturity this particular month, we'll be looking quite closely in the text, Galatians 4 verse 1 to 2, that a child as long, or rather, and here, as long as a child remains under governors and tutors until the time appointed by the father. That simply means when you're born into royalty, and you are born into royalty if you're a child of God, whether you're born at the backside of life, born in what people call the wrong tracks, or born Born in wedlock, out of wedlock, over wedlock, under wedlock. Don't let anybody confuse you. If you're born, you are sent to this world on a divine mission, on divine assignment. Can somebody shout a big amen? And the moment you are born again, you carry in your spirit or in your blood, as it were, royalty. So the Bible says we are born not of the will of man, not of the flesh of man, but of God, not of the blood of man but of God we are born not of the will of man not of the flesh of man not of the blood of man but we are born of God so for all intent and purposes you are born of the will of God you are also born of the blood of God the Bible says in Leviticus 17 11 uh, that the life is a container of or better say the blood is a container of life so you are born by his life you are born by his spirit you are also born by the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody shout a big amen. You have to understand, you have royal blood flowing in your veins. You are born to rule, you are born to reign. We see in our text something very, very important that the entire world is waiting. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Not just for children in church who are playing games, who are drinking milk, but the world is waiting, kato kiki, for the children in church to move from the nursery, to move from having need of diaper to come to the place of sonship and maturity and I think the undoing of the church today if I may say so is we have got managed to gather several thousands in our churches yes but somehow we haven't quite as much engaged in the process of raising and training children to become sons so we send children to government and because they are children they end up messing up uh, they get corrupted easily we send children to the business world because they're just born again only haven't grown haven't been discipled their taste but haven't been weaned from the world system they still love the world uh, they still are moved by things they see feel and touch in the business 
this world, they get corrupted. But God is saying, I am waiting for a people to rise up. Not just children, as pleased as I am, I want my children to grow up. And I believe somebody in this house, with the teachings and the principles you've been hearing, you are growing up. Your taste bud is changing surely, but gradually, from the carnal to the spiritual, from the natural to the supernatural, and from the physical to the spiritual. Something tells you there's much more about life than what you see, what you feel, what you touch. You don't move by cars whilst they're important to give you a vehicle to move from A to B. You're not moved by jets and yachts. While they may be needful and important somewhere, you're not moved by Gucci, LV, all that stuff. Why? You understand there is a Kalobaka. There is a glory beyond Gucci. There's a glory beyond LV. There's a glory beyond Rolls Royce. There is a glory between beyond any jet, any yacht. Why? There's something God reserved for you. It's called the glory of the Lord. Money can't buy it. <laughs> Have you seen those who seemingly are without means? But when you look at their life, katoki kete, they know how to call upon God. When you look at their life, there's peace and rest around them. Mm. When you look at their lives, there's joy. There's that radiance of heaven and eternity. Yet, not much money, maybe a few clothes, maybe no car. But guess what? They've learned what it means to be in touch with God. That's glory. The entire world is waiting for you to rise up. Sons, sons, but not just the world, even Jesus is waiting for you and I to grow into maturity and sonship. We saw four things that help us to distinguish between a child and a son. The first, by way of recap, is you can tell that you're growing spiritually to sonship by the degree of your transformation into Christ-likeness. To what degree do you resemble Jesus? To what degree are you changing to become more like Jesus? Bible declares in 3, 2 Corinthians 3, 17 or 18, but we all with open face Beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, church, guess what? We are changed into the same image. How? I said earlier, hey, hey, from glory to glory. I don't know what kind of glory you saw in the first 10 months of this year. I want to announce to you, your best days have just begun. Two months, too much for God to do what he said in your life. The next 60 days I prophesy over you. There are days for you to pursue. There are days for you to overtake. There are days for you to recover. Or recover what? All. You have lost some ground in 10 months. But somebody under the sound of my voice, you are about to recover all. Say, yes, I believe. Lost opportunities lost jobs, 
lost open doors, lost relationship, lost health, lost networks. Hello, somebody. Lost favor, restore. So our transformation into Christ indicates how much it is we are growing into sonship. Number two, the degree of your intimacy with the Holy Ghost is indicative as to how much you're growing into sonship. Very important. Don't want to believe that point? You've been taught of a fourth time. His secrets are with them that fear him. Psalm 25, 14. God has secrets and God has friends. Number three, very quickly. We can tell that you're growing into sonship by observing the degree to which you are developing in the fruits of the spirit not gifts fruits of the spirit the thing about gifts of the spirit is that they can be quite deceitful they can make you think you're what you're not you see i try to separate my office as one who stands as an apostle to my generation from being a born again child of god you see there are things that happen when i stand in the office that do not necessarily underscore necessarily they may they may not do not necessarily indicate my spirituality as a believer write it down I'm, I'm helping you you know why a donkey can prophesy okay so prophesying for you is not a big deal if a donkey who doesn't know heaven or hell can be used to prophesy hello so operating the gift of the spirit do not indicate how spiritually mature you are listen the devil can fake the gift the devil cannot fake the fruits have you seen those who are being used whether by god or the devil to work gifts but they are mean they are sadist they are stingy they are miserly they're cruel they're wicked Yet, when they stand, presumably to preach, things happen. People fall under the power. But when you examine their character, their character seems diametrically opposed to what you see by way of fruit or gift. That tells you that your giftings should not deceive you to think you are right. What measures your growth is to the extent you've developed your fruits 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 do you have fruits do you have love do you have peace do you have tolerance do you have patience are you envious are you jealous that's how i know how mature you are jesus said by their gifts no by their what their fruits you shall know them there are all kinds of wizards witches line wonders who are wearing suits like every average preacher i know them around <laughs> yes but really these are herbalists that have cleaned up learned how to say a few things that sound like english and bible they wear suit but listen that is a wizard in sheep's clothing by their fruit you shall know them that wizard is drinking that wizard is shacking up laquisha naughty nancy loose lucy hey, but that guy is being used by whatever to do miracles listen by their fruits you shall know them 
you must begin to look at the fruit of the spirit nine of them and begin to pray about them if need be engage fasting and prayer I know you prayed about house and car wife and kids that's okay but can you pray about your character that is what will last in eternity you take no limos into heaven you take no jobs to heaven but you take your character to heaven your level of maturity nine fruits of the spirit and nine gifts of the spirit yet we run after the gift not bad therefore the blessing of the church but more so it is the fruits that undergirds the gifts hello somebody hello somebody number four so what we have not gone into we'll get there right now we can tell to the degree which you're growing maturing as a believer, as a disciple. Listen carefully. Don't miss this one. This one I think is, as they say in Yoruba, is a revelation. Something about this one. Guess what? It's how you handle, guess what? Adversities. How you handle adversities. Difficult moments. It's been said that tough times last. But tough tough times last but but tough people outlast tough times so so, so as a maturing disciple you ought to develop a thick skin against tough times as the preacher says you can take a licking and keep on ticking throw your words against me i believe my god you can refuse to open doors for me and deny me decline me i believe my god I read in my Bible, Romans 3, 4, let God be true. Every devil, every witch, every wizard be a liar. You don't have to like me. I'm not in a run for competition. I'm not trying to be popular. I'm no Democrat. I'm no politician. No, all I want is to know God is on my side. Hey, men may not agree with you, but let God agree with you. How do you handle adversity? How do you handle when doors are slammed against you? What will you do if you dated a girl for six, seven years? At the sixth year, she gives you, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The 11th inch nail, bam, katoka. How will you treat yourself? Listen, you've got to understand when one door shuts, seven doors are about to swing open. Hey, somebody shout, yes. What am I saying? What you went through, the difficult moment, the fact that you were sent out of your job under the guise of, of COVID. Listen, it's never for less. It's always for more. The moment you were being kicked out, you failed to understand Joseph. There was a job prepared for you, but it may take one month, two months, three months. Guess what? The job is waiting for you. Who would have known that before I left my last spiritual assignment, this building was tied? Who would have known that you were going to come to church? Who would have known there was a building project? Who would have known there was GPPA? Who would have known there was Rhea, IC, Rhea, CC? Who would have known there was Bethel? Who would have known there's Bethel City? Who would have known? But as one door seems to shut, get ready, bless the Lord. Those who said no, those who said no, they are coming to rejoice with you. Sarah, I prophesy to you, those who laughed at you in 10 months, in the year 2020, they are coming back to rejoice with you. Ah, I feel God all over me. You know, I remember. <laughs> Let me not go there. You know that those who said you never amount to anything? But they come back to ask you for handout. 
only two, three years down the road. Can you send me some money? I am broke. I need money for my kids. I want to pay my rent. You know what, Joseph? Don't be bitter. Send the money. Joseph, don't ever get bitter. Don't ever get bitter. Send the money. You know why? Because God brought you into the palace for such a time as this to preserve a heritage for the saints. The brothers of Joseph thought they sold him into slavery. And they did. But look at the Psalms 105. Said, God said, God brought me. You have to understand as a mature believer that adversities are stepping stones to your next level. I, I don't know how to preach this, but I, by God's grace, I've lived it. And I live it to a measure. I've been through adverse circumstances that almost seem like I will never bounce back again. But guess what? The God we serve is a God of a comeback. I prophesy to you, your back may be against the wall and the devil is about to count one to ten. But guess what? The God of comeback is bringing you back again. You are going to bounce back. I prophesy to you from zero to hero, you are going to bounce back. The things you thought you lost, pressed down, shaken together, running over, 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold, somebody shall come back. You're looking at the man who got help with a comeback. Come back. Pursue. Hey, what? And then what? That's a prophetic word in this season. Pursue, overtake, and what? Recover all. The boss that sent you out unjustly did not know that in a matter of one year, two years, you'll be in a position where the son or daughter will come to you to ask for a placement for NYC. This name sounds familiar. Mr. Kuda Jiga Boga. Are you the one? Oh, your father. I know your father. Were I to treat you like your father treated me, you have no place here. But I'm a child of God. For the sake of Christ, I serve and love. I will create the best of places here for you. My son, come. Don't get bitter. Get better. How do you handle adversity? You must see it as Apostle Paul saw it. At the present, just our affliction will go through and nothing to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed. Look at what Apostle Paul by the Spirit said in Romans 8, 28. And we know, we know, Roger, calm. We're not guessing. We know, these 10 months have come and gone. We know what? What do we know? That all things, huh? what? I love this girl. All things, all includes your things. Your money is acting funny. Your health is acting funny. Your wife, your husband, your kids, they are acting funny. Guess what? In the hand of God, all things, they work 
together for good. Second Corinthians 2.14 is a scripture that has kept me stable for many, many years. The Bible declares that thanks be unto God who always, that's the word I'm looking for, who always, next word is causes, causes, causes. No, 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 no. You know, it's like a cook, like a chef. He knows how to put onion bulbs and uh, salt and pepper and curry. He causes. There is a chef in heaven cooking your meal. Your life is under construction of divinity. I don't know about you, but Julius Berger has not been building you. Briggs has not been building you. Futural has not been building you. The God of heavens that made the heaven and the earth in six days and rested on the seventh he is on his site your life is heaven's construction site your marriage is heaven's construction site your business your career your family life is heaven's construction site he's not about to give up on you now thanks be unto God who always causes me to what triumph in Christ Somebody shout always. Come on, no, shout like a lion. Shout like a lioness always. Not sometimes, not 50-50, not 70-30, not even 80-20, not 90-10. Somebody shout always. It's working in your favor. The closed doors are working in your favor. The refusals are working. They didn't like you in the office. Hey, it's working in your favor. The call of the black sheep is working in your favor. Pursue. What? What? Overtake the what? That's what is happening in 60 days. From the first day of November, Roger, we've kicked in into the Holy Ghost three gear system. Pursue number one, gear number two, you will overtake. As the hand of the Lord comes upon you today, as we partake of the bread and the wine, just like the good hand of the Lord came upon one Elijah in 1 Kings 18, 41 to 46. He pursued chariot of Ahab and overtook you're going to pursue, you are going to overtake. Guess what? By December 31, I prophesied to you as the Lord liveth, according to your faith, by the grace and by the mercy of God. Guess what? You will have recovered all. What COVID-19 tried to do, you are going to recover all. Press down, shaking together, running over. It will appear as though there was nothing called COVID-19. I don't know about you, but COVID-19 has worked in my favor. Charles, am I right? He's taking somebody deeper, trusting God more, loving Jesus more, going after God more, because you know everything is fading, everything is failing, but Jesus. The superpower economy failed. USA of America, or USA. Eh? How many people dead now by COVID-19? 220, 240 or there about? Thousand human beings. Superpower. The economy of England is shaking. France shaking. Italy shaking. Superpower. One little virus. You can't even see the virus. But it shook the wall. I wonder how much more is coming across down the road. 
May we learn to trust the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Let not your treasure be in the earth. Learn how to translate your treasure to heaven. <laughs> Listen, you may not have much money in the bank. That's all right if you have treasure in heaven because you can learn how to call down have you been sowing have you been giving have you been praying Said you, you must keep on sowing until the clouds be full if the cloud be full the cloud will release downpour if you sow nothing you'll get nothing no prayer nothing no giving nothing no waiting no fasting nothing no studying nothing but I believe this house you've been on GPPA twice a day five to 6 a.m. you are sowing. 12 to 1 p.m. you are sowing. You're going to sow again. You've sown before. You've given your tithe. You love Jesus. You're an evangelist witnessing. Guess what? Your cloud is getting filled up. Hey! I perceive it's about to pour. Let me prophesy like Elijah. I hear the sound of abundance of rain coming over this house. Famine by the side. Harvest in this field. Breaking down by the side up breaking through on this field somebody said yes yes they say well oh god waiting they worry you nothing they worry me now jesus they do me make leave me alone if you touch with any touch go chris more like a decrease huh have a glorious future you're letting the devil tell you, you're only two months. So start packing up. <laughs> you know, some people are, they've packed up the year. Say, well, personally, if it's not this year, let's start praying by 2021. Hey, it's not over, sir. My God, but that's a word, it's a deep word. It is not over. It's not over. There are souls to be won in two months. Yes, yes, the harvest field is ripe. Let's rush in through the sickle. Listen, in the next 60 days, there's much to be accomplished for the kingdom and for the king. All things work together. Look at what Apostle Paul said in Acts 14 22, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Hear this, it's in your Bible, Acts 14, 22. And that we must, not we may, we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Beloved, because of time, I begin to close I say a few things to you and then we'll go to the communion. You want to write this down? Adversity is the fertile ground of growth and development and spiritual maturity. Write it down. It may make more sense in the future, but at least write it down. I'll say it again. Adversity is the fertile ground of growth, development, and maturity. Remember our anchor text, or what precedes that at least, Romans 8, 17, and 18. And if children, 
then hears. Wow. Hears of God. John hears with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him. What? We suffer with him? Hello? Is that in the Bible? We suffer with him. That we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory, with the glory, with the glory. Wow. Who shall That shall be revealed not just to us, as wonderful as that is, but more wonderful is that the glory is revealed in us. You know what it means for glory to be revealed in you? Not just something coming to you, it's coming from within you. God, I share two more talk thoughts and then we'll go into the table of covenant. The Lord primarily disciples us by two means. And I'm just using this, I mean you can add to this, but just for the sake of this teaching. Number one, by and through training. Bible declares, train a child in the way that he ought to go. When he grows, he will not depart from it. So he trains you. How does he train you? Through teachings. Wow, please track with me. Whilst we know that, I presume we know that, that we're trained by teachings, uh, the other part of training we don't quite come to agree or acquiesce ourselves with, listen carefully, is he trains you not just through teaching, but on the field where he demands you to demonstrate what has been taught you. Well, let me put it this way, very simple. The teacher in the classroom is the examiner in the field or the exam hall. Hello, somebody? Oh, wow. I think that went over your head. All right. The person who taught you principles from scripture is the person who will ultimately set your examination. <sighs> and the examination is a part of the training process. Wow. Okay. Satan is a tempter. What he does by temptation is this. He seeks to create scenarios, situations, and circumstances. Guess what? Hopefully to reveal your weakness. It's called temptation. God does not tempt any man. Neither can he be tempted. Right? But when you study scriptures, God does test his people. He sets examination for his people. And oftentimes, we find ourselves going around a particular examination because we haven't quite passed it. Just look at this. What's happening here? You are on the same spot. You're seeing the same image as you're traveling. You're moving, but not, or better still, you're moving or you're active, but not moving. So you're moving, there's activity, but no productivity. Hello, somebody. Could it be that you're failing some test? And God is saying, I want to promote you. I want to lift you. But you got to pass my test. Sure. And sometimes the Bible may use the word tempt to refer to test. Just like 
in Genesis 22, verse number one. And God tempted Abraham, according to King James Version. That's not true, or that's not accurate. God tested Abraham. And the test was to reveal his strength, not his weakness. Somebody here? Somebody here? So he trains you by teaching you principles. But, 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 but in life class, on the job, how you respond to your mean boss. Stem, test, 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 test. How you respond to your husband or your wife. Test. How you respond to that cantankerous child at home? Test. How you respond to your leader in church who seems to not like you? So you think, test. Why? Test precedes promotion. Examination precedes promotion. But the beauty is this, beloved. Wow, let me help you. The one who taught you is the one who wrote the examination questions. And just like in an examination hall, the invigilator is there to invigilate your examination. And he's not allowed to talk to you. But truth be told, he's wishing that you get the answer. So the test is not for you to fail. The test is for you to pass and then be promoted. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org also download the horn of revival ministry app on google play or apple store to connect with a variety of quality resources including rogic radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life and for real-time ministry you can follow apostle goodheart on twitter the handle is at pastor goodheart and on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.